Welcome to the Farmer's Voice program. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we have the pleasure of visiting with Eric Holbrook. We're located up in eastern Kentucky, uh, uh, Brackett County, Jackson. We're in the map, kind of, you know, right out of the, more from, you know, from the central part back in, not to Pike County yet, but uh, we're just starting into the hills. Uh, our operation here is consists, you know, we, I live on about a 600-acre farm here. Most of it's hillside, mountains, you know, trees, so. 500 acres of that farm's a, a tree farm. We manage it for white oak, red oak, yellow poplar, and sugar maple. And the rest of the farm is uh, bottom land and reclaimed strip mine land. You know, we have a lot of strip mines in the area. So, so on the strip mines, that's where we, we run our cattle. we got about an 80-head beef cattle operation. It's all black angus, mostly cow-calf. But uh, we, do, we do some background around calf and stuff. And and we also grow about 100 acres of hay. Um, you know, we lease a lot of ground and stuff around. We grow about 100 acres of hay. And due to the weather problem we've had the last several years, we went to make the most of it into haylage and stuff. So we can cut it one day and wrap it the next. So it's helped a lot. But this year's no, not cooperated good for that. But we're hoping for better days ahead on that. But as far as our cattle operation, most of our cattle we've marketed in the past through the, you know, the CPH sales and stuff. We've had good luck with that. And just recently, last, this past year, we uh, went into a... Yes, a pilot program with the Kentucky Cattlemen's Association. We we retained ownership on 11 of our calves and sent out west to a feedlot. And they're going to you know finish them out out there and sell them to a packer. And we're going to try and see how that does. But they should about be finished right now. But with all the packing issues, I think they're they're kind of held up out there. They're still feeding them. And uh, we've also this year, you know, my wife and my wife Amy, she's a technology consultant at Moorhead State University. And, on the side, we've kind of expanded our freezer beef business and started offering retail cuts to the local consumers. So that's, that's been going well so far. So, Tell me a little bit about the history of your farm, Mr. Hubbrook. Uh, where, how did it get started? Where, how long you guys had the farm there? My grandparents were all farmers and loggers. My dad and mom, they actually had public jobs and worked off the farm, but they farmed on the side. You know, we raised tobacco and corn and soybeans growing up. And uh, so I, I mean, I've basically been raised on the farm and Yes, when I went to college, I actually got a degree in forestry, so that's where the tree farming stuff all comes in. So I was a I logged for my sole career, you know, and farmed on the side for 15 years. And I guess in 2001, one of the farms that my dad leased, it was the people was wanting, you know, they didn't live around here, and they was just wanting to get out of owning land here in Breathitt County. And so it went up for sale. And dad didn't he didn't want no more land, so I was I was 21 year old, and I decided I'd take the plunge a little bit further into debt. So I, I took the plunge and bought the farm. Later on, I built my house down here back in 2008. And uh, back in 2010, I got married, started having kids in 2012. So finally decided it was time to grow the farm a little bit because my wife, she's got an hour and a half to meet to work. So she wanted one of us to be close to the kids. So I kind of got slacked down on the logging a little bit. Backed out of hit and went more to raising cattle and, and stuff on the farm where I could be close to the kids, you know, in case something happened. Farming's in my blood, I guess you could say. You would talk about the logging. You did some of that for, for a time. What, what do you? What about the logging business? Tell us a little bit about that on your farm. Well, I mean, you know, like I say, yeah, we, I logged for 15 years. I still do some on the side right now. But, uh, you know, we, we've done some select cuts, and we've done a lot of timber stand improvement stuff on this farm here, you know, just managing it for the future, you know, for a future growth. Because when I bought it, it had been hydrated. A lot of good stuff had been cut off. But, so we're managing it, and we work with the Kentucky Division of Forestry to come up with plans and stuff to implement and try to, you know, to get rid of the undesirables and grow the other stuff. But, you know, logging business in general right now in eastern Kentucky, it's kind of, with the economy in general, it's took a hit. So it's just a good time to sit on it and let it grow and hopefully hopefully things will come back to, to what it used to be down the road. 
Tell me a little bit about your involvement in Farm Bureau, other organizations there in, in Breath in your county. What what are some things you you do there in the county? Well, on the forest my involvement Farm Bureau, I'm I've been on the board, the local board, since uh, 2010. I you know I started as a young farmer there and uh, come up through there and uh, was on the state young farmer advisory committee down at you know with in Louisville for three years and uh, now on the local level I'm a I'm actually now the vice president of Breathy County. Uh, for on Farm Bureau, and I also sit on the County Ag Development Board, and and I'm also the chairman of the Breathitt County Farmers Market Board. So I got my hand a little bit of everything right now, right here to try to support the, you know, to help promote the local farmers and everything. What's probably your biggest challenges out there on the farm, Mr. Robert? Our biggest challenge I think we face, you know, and I think it's probably a, you know, it's not just here, but everywhere is just finding dependable, dependable workforce. I mean, we have a real problem finding, you know, people willing to do manual labor. You know, on a farm, there's not much work that's easy work anymore. There never was, but it's just people don't want to do it. And I mean, it's just, I don't know, they don't, it's, I don't know if they don't feel it's not a respectable type of work anymore or what, but that's, that's one of the biggest challenges. Not just, and also another big challenge is the volatility in all the markets. I mean, it's hard to, to make a business plan and, and go by it when, when the markets are changing, you know, seems like daily right now and, and has been for a while. And I guess you've got to be constantly looking for new ways to market your stuff and marketing opportunities, try to be more profitable. And those are, I think, two of the biggest challenges. I mean, not counting the weather. I mean, we, nobody can control the weather. At the end of the day, what, what, what do you love about farming? Why do you love farming so much? Well, the biggest thing I like about no two days are never the same. You know, it's a, it's so diverse. It ain't like a factory job where you go in every day and put parts and, you know, same parts on. You know, today we might be out of fencing or tomorrow we might be working on equipment or cutting hay or, you know, working with cattle. It's just, I enjoy the diversity that, you know, the, the challenges that, that brings. You know, I also, you know, I like to watch things grow and mature, whether it be the cattle or the hay or something. You know, it's just, it's like you got a hand in nature a so, little bit doing, doing our part and, and probably my most favorite thing is just having the opportunity to raise my two boys. I got two boys, a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, to be able to raise them on the farm and just expose them to so much stuff that right now probably don't make a lot of sense to them. But down the road, they'll they'll have some just a broad knowledge of how hopefully how to do a little bit of everything if they choose not to come back to the farm and it'd just be an opportunity, you know. But that's the way I was raised. I mean, you heard the old saying, "Jack of all trades." That's kind of what. You know, a farmer will make you the jack of all trades. You'll, you'll learn a little bit of everything. We've been visiting with Eric Holbrook on The Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.